Well, good morning. Welcome to the Summer Devo. Thank you so much for joining us here live on Facebook Live and um, available on podcast platforms and YouTube afterward. I want to welcome you. So glad you're here. Let us know who's here. Put your name in the comments. Also, if you have any prayer requests, put those in the comments as well. And we're going to get right into the Word. We have a good um, passage of Scripture, a good lengthy passage of Scripture to uh, study today. We're going to be in Ephesians chapter 2, right after uh, we're going to start in verse 11. We're in the Passion Translation again today. And Paul is talking to um, the church at Ephesus about a new humanity. That's That's the headline of it in my Bible, a new humanity. And he's talking to them about how Jesus really changed everything for how people should walk together. And he's talking to a church that's primarily Gentile people, which means that they are not Jewish. And um, he talks about how um, God has changed our lives. So I just want to I just want to really walk us through this. Verse 11, so don't forget that you were not born as Jews and were uncircumcised. Circumcision itself is just a work of man's hands. You had none of the Jewish covenants and laws, and you were foreigners to Israel's incredible heritage. You were without the covenants and prophetic promises of the Messiah, the promised hope, and without God. Paul's telling us here that really before Christ, you didn't have some great spiritual heritage. Uh, and maybe that's how some of you feel today. You you look at your life and you're like, well, you know, I hear people tell stories of what God's done in their family. I don't really feel like I have much of a heritage He's talking to this group of people who may be felt inferior because they didn't have some grand heritage. But Paul is telling them, uh, he goes on to say, he says, yet look at you now. <laughs> I love that line. Look at you now. Everything is new. In other words, you're no longer inferior. <laughs> it doesn't matter how where you come from. Uh, you're now part of this new humanity that Jesus has created. Look at you now. Everything is new. Although you were once distant and far from God, now you have been brought delightfully close to him through the sacred blood of Jesus. You have actually been united with Christ. I love what Paul's saying here. He's saying, look at who Jesus is is in your life. He's made you new. He's changed our lives, that we're not inferior to anybody else anymore. We're a new humanity. And I I tell you what, every time the enemy comes against you today, um, let's just remind him who we are in Christ. Let's just remind him what Jesus has done. Tell the enemy, look at me now. (laughs) I know what I used to be, but I'm not, I'm not who I used to be. I'm, I'm, I'm united with Jesus Christ. I'm united with Christ, and I'm not the same um, at all. God's done a work in and through my life. He goes on to say in verse 14, Our reconciling peace is Jesus. He has made Jew and non-Jew one in Christ. So there was walls that were set up um, between people that were Jewish people and people that were not Jewish people, people that followed the Jewish law and people that didn't. And Paul's saying, hey, Jesus changed everything. He says he has broken down every wall of prejudice. And specifically, there was some racial hatred and some racial division and prejudice that was taking place. It says that separated us and has now made us equal through our union with Christ. So in other words, Jesus tore down the walls. 
sometimes we build walls. Jesus um, is talking to us through the Apostle Paul about the reality that he's writing to believers. Why is he saying this to believers? Because I think we all have a tendency to build walls back up that Jesus tore down. And he said, hey, there's no um, hierarchy, spiritual hierarchy by your birth. And there's no, there's no racial hierarchy that somebody's better than somebody else. And you have to deal with the prejudice in your heart. And that's what Paul undoubtedly, um, is, he's writing to this church at Ephesus because undoubtedly they're dealing with this. They're dealing with uh, racial division and, and they're dealing with division. We, we are in a um, nation that's dealing with some division right now. And I say this, a, a divided world needs a united church. A divided world, this is the place. That's what I love about the church. The church is the place that it doesn't matter who you are, where you came from, what your color, what the color of your skin is, how much money is in your pocket, what your last name is, um, doesn't matter. You, however, the world would try to separate and build walls. The church is the place where every wall is down. I'll start preaching this morning, because at the church, we can stand at eye to eye, face to face, at the foot of the cross. And I know that's not everybody's experience and hasn't been, but I think it should be because that's what the church is called to be. That's what Paul's writing about. He says, I love this, ethnic hatred, verse 15, has been dissolved by the crucifixion of his precious body on the cross. So good. If there's any hatred in your heart, it's, it needs to be gone because Jesus did away with that wall. It says, the legal code that stood condemning every one of us has now been repealed by his command, his triune essence has made peace between us um, by starting over forming by by forming by starting over forming one new race of humanity Jews and non-Jews are fused together in himself it says two have become one and we live restored to God and reconciled in the body of Christ though his crucifixion um, through his crucifixion hatred died for the Messiah has come to preach this sweet message of peace to you, the ones who were distant to the ones who are near. And now, because we are united to Christ, we both have equal and direct access to the realm of the Holy Spirit to come before the Father. I know that's a lengthy passage, but oh, it's so good. It's so good. And never more needed than right now. He's saying, hey, in the church, the world's all divided. There's tons of walls in the world. Let it not be so with the church. We need to be different in the way that we treat one another and the way that we treat uh, one another racially, ethnically. There should be, we should do away with pride, anything that would divide, any walls that we would try to separate. The church should be different. We should be different today. Why? Because when we're unified, it's so powerful. Here's four truths about unity before we go today. Um, four truths about unity. Number one, God loves unity and hates division and divisive behavior. The Bible, every time unity is, is spoken of in the Bible, it's, it's, it's said in terms that describe an anointing. Like um, in the book of Psalms, it's, it said, when brethren dwell together in unity, it's like oil that was on Aaron's beard. And there's an anointing where God commands a blessing. And also it says God hates a divisive behavior. The scripture says um, that, that sowing discord among the brethren is an abomination to God. He hates division. Secondly, Satan understands the power of unity and is always working to bring division. 
So the enemy understands this is this is Satan's MO. You say, well, how does Satan work? It's not in all the ways necessarily. His primary way of 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 working behind the scenes is not like what we would normally think. It's in division. And, and specifically dividing the body of Christ. If Satan can divide the body of Christ, that there's no hope for the world. And so it starts with us. It starts in our heart. Thirdly, unity never occurs by accident. It's the result of hard work and dedication. Anything unified will have to fight the devil to stay that way. Any marriage unified, any church unified, and Paul's reminding them of this. And then finally, unity occurs as the interest of God and his kingdom become more important than our own selfish interests. So good. Truth about unity. And here's the, here's the question of the day. I want to ask this as we conclude today. Is there any division in your heart between yourself and others due to pride? So question of the day. As you go throughout your day today, is there any division in your heart between yourself? Are you building any walls today between how you look at someone, how you treat someone, uh, how you act towards someone? Is there anything in your heart that divides you because of pride? And God says, let's be a different people today. Let's be a new humanity today. Hope you receive this. Paul gives us this new reality. Our life can be different. And guys, this is what our world needs today. It's what your world needs today. It's what my world needs today. Jesus tore down the walls, so we need to build a bridge. We need to to reach out. Don't bring back up the walls that God has tore down. Let's pray this morning. Lord, We give you everything in our heart, Lord, that would build a wall between us and someone else. Lord, any any prejudice, God, in our heart, we give it to you. God, any ethnic hatred or racial hatred, Lord, it is done at the cross, so we give it all to you. Lord, forgive us, Lord. There's anything in us. And Lord, any other wall, God, any way that we would try to make ourselves feel better than somebody else, God, help us to see we are one in Christ. Help us to see the value of who we are in you today, God. Lord, I just bless the amazing people that are on here today. God, help us to be that new humanity that that loves you, loves others, and makes a difference in our world, God. Lord, I just bless them today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks so much for watching this. Hey, don't forget, if you're a middle schooler or a high schooler or have a middle schooler or a high schooler, tonight's the summer kickoff for our students. They're having laser tag food, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, don't want to miss it. hope you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow morning City Hills.